0: Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced. Save me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me. Rescue me quickly. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mountain fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. You lead and guide me for your name's sake. You will free me from the net that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord God of truth. I hate those who are devoted to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love, because you have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul and have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in the spacious place. Be gracious to me, Lord, because I am in distress. My eyes are worn out from frustration, my whole being as well. Indeed, my life is consumed with grief and my years with groaning. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I'm ridiculed by all my adversaries and even by my neighbors. I'm dreaded by my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street run from me. I'm forgotten, gone from memory like a dead person, like broken pottery. I've heard the gossip of many. Terrors on every side. When they conspired against me, they plotted to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, do not let me be disgraced when I call on you. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them be quiet and shield. Let lying lips that arrogantly speak against the righteous and proud contempt be silenced. How great is your goodness that you have stored up for those who fear you and accomplished in the sight of everyone for those who take refuge in you. You hide them in the protection of your presence. You conceal them in a shelter from human schemes, from quarrelsome tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his faithful love to me in a city under siege. In my alarm, I said, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the sound of my pleading when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all his faithful ones. The Lord protects the loyal, but fully repays the arrogant. Be strong and let your heart be courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Amen. This is Psalm 31, and I'm not going to dig too deep in it because I want it to speak for itself. Uh, Go back and read it yourself in your own translation. It, it, It takes two minutes, if that. But Psalm 31 is a wonderful place to go if we're gonna understand this word, amen. If we're gonna understand this declaration that that we're saying to God, make it truly so, that this amen word is a word that is connected to faith. It's a faith word. It it, it is one in which we say, yes, this is going to be so. As I pray it now, it's going to be so. And here we have David writing the psalm as, as this plea for protection from God. And in it, the opening portion, he says, Yes, God, you are my refuge, and so you're going to take care of me. You are always going to take care of me, so I know that I can cry out to you. And then he does. He cries out to God. He asks, Be gracious to me, Lord, because I am in distress. My eyes are worn out from frustration, my whole being as well. And then he says things like, I am forgotten, gone from memory like a dead person, like broken pottery, where he's, he's crying out to God. He's being honest with God about his fears, about his concerns, about his anxieties. But then he says, I trust in you, Lord, I say you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. That was one of the verses, uh, or. The, a collection of verses that I had my confirmation students memorize a couple of years ago because it ties into this question of faith where our amen becomes a declaration that God is our God and he's going to do what we ask in the sense of we are in need of protection, he's going to do it not that he's going to give us anything we want that when we say amen to a prayer that we want the next supercar or, or, or whatnot, that's not how it works But here, the the Amen that David is praying in this psalm, and that we pray any time we take this psalm on our lips, is attached to what God has already revealed of himself, that he is our refuge, he is our shelter, he is our protection, he is our guide, he is our redeemer, he is our Lord, he is our God. And so it's completely attached to that, where it's basically saying to God, God, you are my God. And you've made these promises for me, so let them be so again. They have been in the past, and now I ask that you do it again for me. How great is your goodness that you have stored up for those who fear you and accomplished in the sight of everyone for those who take refuge in you, he says, remarking about what has happened in the past and, and asking then that it would take place again. So when we pray amen at the end of our prayers or at the end of this Lord's Prayer, we are using these prayers to remind us of what it is that God has done, but also asking God to do his work in us, that we might be reminded of what he has done and trust and know that he will do it again. Let us pray. Gracious God, may the amen we speak cause us to be certain that our petitions are acceptable to and heard by you. For you yourself commanded us to pray like this and has promised to hear us. We pray these words saying, yes, yes. May these all be so. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. And we will see you tomorrow.